0: I'm going to talk about a movie I saw back, I think it was just before the pandemic hit. Um, It was one of the last movies I saw in the theater. And um, so it came out in 2019. So I feel that it's okay to do spoilers here. But if you're not wanting to hear spoilers about the movie, then you probably want to skip this podcast until you see it. The movie is called A Hidden Life. And it was directed by Terence Malick. Um, And it's an amazing story. It was based on letters that were written back and forth between a man and his wife. He was an Austrian peasant farmer. And his name was Franz Jagerstatter. And he was born and raised in a small village. And he worked the land. He had children. And um, but he was called up. The Germans had uh, invaded, and can basically conscripted people into the army. And he did not believe it was a just war, and did not want to be a part of it. And so he refused. And um, the first the requirement they had was to like swear an allegiance to Hitler and to the Third Reich, and and. Everybody in the village there were pressuring him. His family was ostracized. He was ostracized. Um, even when he went to the, the bishop, you know, he could not get anyone to really understand that he just felt like he could not make this oath. And he was even told, you know, you just say the words, you don't have to me, him, things like that. And he ended up going to prison uh he was abused it was just it's, it's brutal brutal treatment by the Germans by the by the Nazis uh he eventually is sentenced to death and is killed and it was there was such good scenes such strong strong scenes in the movie uh, at one point where his wife comes to him and you know, wants him to consider you know, something and and he, and he told her, he said that he thought it was better to suffer injustice than to do it and I have to be honest if I were, had been in his situation um, I don't know how I would have reacted I don't know if I could have given my life based on principle there, there was one scene where there was a a, uh, one of the Nazis were trying to pressure him, and, and and they said, you know, nobody knows who you are. This is not going to make a difference. You're not changing the world here. And really kind of focused in on how his small act of, of what they saw as rebellion, what he saw as principle, in the big picture doesn't matter. That he's going to die, nobody's going to know who he was, and it's going to make no difference. That was a tough scene to watch because it feels so honest even though it was being done in a manipulative way. It just feels like the truth sometimes. The movie closed with a quote from George Eliot that said, The growing good of the world is partly dependent on unhistoric acts. And that things that things are not so ill with you and me as they might have been is half owing to the number who lived faithfully a hidden life and rest in unvisited tombs when the director found this story, he wanted to bring it to the big screen he f- actually learned about it years before, and um I'm glad he did, because otherwise I would have never known about this man. I would have never known the name. I would have never known his story. And I would have never known what happened. And, you know, what's interesting is his act of rightness, of being willing to stand on his principles is impacting people even now that have either read the book or seen the movie and seen what an amazing person he was. It didn't topple the Third Reich. It didn't stop the war. It didn't even change things in his village at the time. But he did what was right. There's a scene where he goes to the church. It's real interesting. There's a painter there, an older man, and he's um, the church has like all these Paintings all around on the columns and stuff of the saints and different scenes. And he talked to the painter and just kind of asked him about what he does. And and I'm reading a quote. The painter says, What we do is just create sympathy, we create admirers, we don't create followers. He was speaking of the church. He said, Christ's life is a demand. You don't want to be reminded of it. So we don't have to see what happens to the truth. A darker time is coming when men will be more clever. They won't fight the truth, they'll just ignore it. I paint their comfortable Christ with a halo over his head. How can I show what I've lived? Someday I might have the courage to venture, but not yet. Someday, I'll paint the true Christ. And I thought it was so powerful, because what he basically was saying is, we love the stories of the saints and of of Jesus and and all these these good things. And he said, but we're, you know, we admire them. We don't follow them. We don't become a part of that. And, and, and he even said, you know, in um, this again, I, I think you have to put yourself in his shoes. This is when the Nazis were coming in and they were killing people. And he knew good and well, he probably would not have the courage to stand for what's right. He said, Someday I might have that courage. And when that someday happens, he'll paint the true Christ, which I think he means his life will reflect the teachings of Christ. And that just, it was just such a a tough, tough movie to watch, but such a beautiful story. When he went to the priest, he asked him, you know, what he should do. And he says, does a man have the right to let himself be put to death for the truth? Could it possibly please God? He wants us to have peace and happiness, not to bring suffering on ourselves. Now think about that. When you go to the person that you think is going to give you the spiritual guidance That will give you the strength because, again, the whole town was opposed to him. Everybody was down on him. To think that he could go to one person, a priest, and have him tell him, You are doing the right thing, just to have that comfort. And instead, he tried to turn him in the other direction. Now, I got the impression the priest may have thought also that he was testing him to see if he would be loyal. Um, That's possible. Maybe the priest was afraid that if he said to stand up for what's right, that he would turn him into the Nazis. But it just really comes back to this idea that there's some very bad things out there, very bad things, and we face them, and we have to make decisions about whether or not we're going to be people of principle and stay with our convictions and do what we know is right, or if we are going to fold. I think in the case of this man, Franz, he could have very easily sworn that oath, wrote it out to the end of the war, and then spent the rest of his life with his wife and children but he never could have lived with himself. And he knew that. That, to me, the strength that he found in his faith and the willingness to die for it is part of what's so incredible. But the other piece is Nobody knew, except a handful of people in this small town, or a village, I guess is a better term. He died, and that was it. And when you think about how most people carry their martyrdom, and I use that in quotes, on their sleeves for everyone to hear about their suffering and everyone to hear about how they're treated. Everybody wants to be a martyr. This man had no desire to be a martyr. It was thrust upon him. And yet that's what his life became. And again, with this thought at the end, and I'm going to read it again, the growing good of the world is partly dependent on unhistoric acts and that things are not so ill with you and me as they might have been is half owing to the number who lived faithfully a hidden life and rest in unvisited tombs. They're never going to be remembered for the the greatness. There will be no statues built for them. Um... In the case of this particular man, his story was told, but there are probably countless others that we will never hear about, and it seems like a waste for somebody to be 20, 25, 30, 35 years old, and be killed for no reason, and nobody ever know, and it make no difference, and it doesn't change the world. But those lives are the ones that should be honored and remembered, because those lives are the reason that people like us may have things a little bit better. Because it does put that love and faithfulness and honor into the world. And it's a world we all live in. I hope I never have to choose between suffering and my principles I hope if I ever did, I would choose rightly. But I can say that for one person, for Franz Jagerstatter, Jagerstatter, it's a, for him, he made the right decision. And he died for it. I hope if you haven't seen this movie or read the book, whichever is your preferred Um, medium i hope you find it and really sink yourself into it it's not easy it's heartbreaking it's hard and it hurts to watch and yet when i sit there crying watching this movie that's nothing compared no it's not even in the ballpark Of what Franz went through and what his family went through because he refused to bend to the will of someone who wanted him to violate his own principles so remember Franz remember all these other people probably in thousands if not millions of graves all over the world who just did the right thing and their lives were hidden And they never rose to great ranks. They never changed the world in a sense of when you see a great leader rise up. But they're there every day. And they're out there now doing the right thing. Touching people's lives, touching people's hearts. Those are my observations. Thank you for listening.